Welcome to the Other Side of Potential podcast, hosted by Dr. Sharon Spano. Each weekly episode takes a deep dive into how successful family business leaders maneuver the unique dynamics between family and business. How do they align to face complex business challenges? How do they build and project generational wealth? In what ways do they pursue a lasting legacy? Join Sharon as she explores how these leaders adapt and respond to the complexity of life and business in our ever-changing world. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to The Other Side of Potential. Today, I am going to do a segment in our conscious community, although I think this topic fits a little bit more into what I might call an unconscious community, because we seem to be heading in that direction in many ways. And I want to call attention to some of the work that I've been doing. You've heard me talk a lot about the work in complex relationships, and I'm doing more and more work in the behavioral space, because that is actually, you know, where my work is grounded is in human behavior, human development. And I'm finding myself, and we did a recent workshop on this very topic, addressing the issue of aggression, assertiveness, passive aggressiveness, because I find that people often don't know the difference. And they think, you know, aggression, for instance, and assertiveness are one and the same, and they absolutely are not. So let's talk today a little bit about the slap heard around the world, unfortunately so, on one of our most, I think, amazing evenings in the country. I am not one who pays much attention to pop culture anymore. It's just kind of gotten over the top for me. But I do love the Academy Awards because I love movies and I love going to movies. And I, you know, my, it's one of my favorite pastimes with my husband before COVID. We would go at least once a week. And so I do love movies and I love the Academy Awards. So we all know what happened at the Academy Awards with the display between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And I think it's a great opportunity to talk about human behavior and how easily it is for us to be triggered and to fall in a form of aggression. So this isn't about a character assassination on any one of the players. It's more about the behavior and let's look at it from a human systems perspective. So first off, you know, it was an act of aggression. The slap was an act of aggression. Now we could debate whether or not Chris Rock was a bully as will position him to be in his very dramatic you know, conversation when he came up to accept his award. But here's the thing that is Chris Rock doing his job. He is a comedian. And clearly, we have seen far more insulting remarks from that stage throughout the years. I mean, I know many of them I've almost gasped at. And I felt in the context of what he was saying, he was, you know, making a joke more about the movie competition between husband and wife than anything else. Now, was it hurtful? Obviously it was. Did he know that Jada has this condition of alopecia? I don't know. I haven't read. I'm not following up on all this in, in the media. But whether he did or not, what I always try to get you guys to understand is the intention. And we have to look at our own intention in the moment. And we can never know the intention of someone else. But I think based on wh the where he was and how surprised he was by Will Smith's reaction, I think we could assume that his intention was not to harm or hurt or insult Jada. It was more just a comment, you know, even prefaced it with saying, Jada, I love you, you know, kind of thing. So here's that. There's that piece there of Chris Rock and maybe what he played as an actor in this example, this scene that I'm talking about. As to Will Smith, okay. Now, 
Definitely an act of aggression, as I said. If he felt the need to stand up for his wife, there are a thousand other ways he could have done that. Certainly offline directly with Chris in an assertive way. He could have spoke to it, you know, of course, he didn't know he was going to win the Academy Award, but he certainly could have made a comment. But when he apologized, be very clear, at least I did not hear it. I saw a lot of tears, a lot of drama, a very beautiful speech, very heartfelt speech. But let's be honest, he is an actor and he was put in a position, or I should say put himself in a position, a very precarious position where I'm assuming he had immediate guilt and shame over his actions and the disruption he caused Thank God for Denzel Washington, who's just, to me, an all-star in every sense of the word, gave him the space and the courage to speak to his behavior in the moment. But here's the thing. His apology did not include Chris Rock. In fact, he positioned Chris Rock as a bully when he made, and I'm going to paraphrase, some kind of comment about, we know when we're in this business, you know, we're subject to these kind of attacks or whatever it was that he said. So he positioned Chris as a bully when in fact, Chris was doing his job. I got to say though, you know, I have to wonder what was going on in his head because a slap, like really, is that a new trend or something that I've missed? Because honestly, I don't know a man that would slap another man. I mean, it's like, if my husband felt he had to protect me, that guy would have been on the ground with a full fist. So, I mean, my husband's not an aggressive man and that would probably never happen. But if it was pushed to that limit because he felt he needed to protect me, that's what would happen, would be a full on fist. So I'm wondering what prompted the slap. To me, that was just sort of a almost a passive aggressive statement. Like, you know, I'm Will Smith. I'm going to make a statement, but I'm not going to do anything that's going to, you know, cause a lawsuit. Now, with respect to protection, you know, here's the thing. You've heard me talk about this a lot. First person perspective. The minute we go to an emotional reaction, we are in first person perspective, meaning it is all about me. And I'm not thinking of anyone else, even though he's saying he's protecting Jada it's still, you know, Will Smith and his machismo mode of, of operating that feels the need to protect. But was she under any real threat? I mean, you know, what was it he protecting? So here's how it felt to me. It felt to me like he just grabbed onto the theme of the movie and stepped into that guy. I mean, he made a reference of Mr. Williams and somehow figured I can align myself with him and that's going to create space for me to be the aggressive bully that I just presented myself to be. So again, I love Will Smith. I'm a big fan of his. And I don't mean this against him in terms of his character or his craft or who he is as a husband and a father. I do mean it as an example for all of us to witness and notice that a first person perspective, no matter how you couch it, that leads to aggression is never going to do anything or anyone any good. All it's going to do is produce more aggression and more animosity. So those are the first two players I wanted to address. Now let's shift to Jada, who is absolutely stunning. The green gown, stunning her face, stunning. She is a beautiful role model for anyone out there who has alopecia. Now, as I understand, it is alopecia that she has. And according to the National Alopecia Arietta, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, foundation, it's an immune deficiency. I've known women who have it. There are roughly 6.8 million 
women or people, I should say, in the United States who have alopecia over 147 million worldwide. Now, here's the thing. The women that I have known who have had it do not have the choice of a wig. They're itchy. If you buy, you know, over the counter, you really need to get something that's, I guess, specially made, you know, human hair and all that. And they're very, very costly. Jada has spoken openly about her condition, as I understand it. She has a lot of resources and choices. And if this, and I'm not minimizing that this is probably a, no doubt, a very difficult thing to live with. I mean, women, we are about our hair, are we not? But if anybody could pull it off, she can. And she has the choice to wear a wig if she chooses not to be as vocal and visible about her condition. So all of those things into play, you know, again, I saw the look on her face. The cameras we all saw went directly to her. She looked absolutely stunned. I have no doubt that she was surprised and hurt. And he reacted to that. I get that. But again, I feel like really it's blown out of proportion in the context. Again, first person perspective, me, 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 me. And then we create an event that probably really and truly none of us needed to see. And it's certainly, I think what upsets me the most about it is that it overshadowed many of the beautiful moments of the Academy Awards. I think we all are kind of tired of all the politics in the Academy Awards. I thought they handled the war situation with great grace. We didn't have to hear about it from every single actor receiving an award who wants to get their moment, you know, in the media. I mean, everything was handled so beautifully. And we had the beautiful moment, you know, I mean, the whole everything. There were so many moments that I thought were quite beautiful in terms of who won awards and how they were presented and whatnot. And then everything starts to be overshadowed by this moment because we are a pop culture and we kind of thrive on this stuff. So let's take a moment then. I've expressed my opinion and it is nothing more than that other than based on my experience and observation of human behavior and how we get into issues like this. And again, I'm doing work with complex relationship issues right now and I'm seeing more and more people who are really suffering from these kinds of reactive, abusive efforts in their own marriages and their own relationships and their own you know, businesses and operations. So that is why I'm bringing this to your attention, because I want you to reframe and think of it in a different way. I think we all have opinions. Certainly, I did go on Twitter right after it happened, and there were as many people defending Will Smith as there were Chris Rock. That's how we are as a nation. We all have But if you can look at it from a human system perspective, which you've often heard me talk about, Will Smith was out of order in the system the minute he stood up. And the aggression was very clear by the way he sat down and then yelled out the obscenities and the sentence almost in a very threatening and not almost a very aggressive way. So there was aggression in the mix and there's no need for that or space for that. Now, let me say something about the macro level of this, because literally this was the slap heard around the world. It is really, as I alluded to a moment ago, just an indication of where we are as a world with this male machismo, again, first person aggression. We're seeing it at the highest level with Putin. We've seen it here with our leadership in our own country. And then you see it 
you know, on something that is supposed to be a beautiful evening like the Academy Awards, when all we really want to do as Americans is just sit and enjoy and celebrate the art. Truthfully, that's what we want to do as listeners, as viewers. Now, if the recipients and the actors and everyone else there feels the need to be political, they can do that in a thousand other ways because they have the microphone, they have the voice. But I don't know that we need to, as consumers, need to be subject to all of that, considering that on a grander scale, we have people in the middle of war who literally have nothing and they are suffering day to day just to survive. So it's like when you put it in the perspective of the greater global context, it's like, really, this is what Americans are talking about? I mean, please, it's insane. So just imagine, and you don't have to go very far to imagine this, imagine that slap occurring on one of the inner city streets in the United States, whether it's LA, Miami, Chicago, New York, and it is happening every day. And so what happens then is it results in extreme violence because some man is insulted or even a woman, because we know there are women in in many of these scenarios as well. And it turns into an escalated event of extreme violence. And many, too many of our youth in this country are being shot and killed for such a stupid, silly act of aggression. And what I want to say is it's time to stop. And we need role models to show our young men and women how to stop. We don't need exhibitions like we saw the other night. So this is not a shining example. And many of you are going to agree with me, and I'm fine with that. I'm at the point in my life where I'm going to say what I want to say. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, you're entitled to your opinion, as am I. Will Smith's act of aggression, and be very clear and make no mistake about it, it was an act of aggression because his intention was to make the other guy wrong and to show him that he was bigger, better, whatever. It was not a shining example of the knight in the white armor protecting his family. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. As beautiful and moving and eloquent as he was up on that stage, I don't buy it. It was an example of an out of control aggression as expressed by, as I said earlier, not only the slap, the way he marched up on the stage, and the shouting sentence that he offered at the end of that. So you have never heard me express an opinion on the show with greater enthusiasm, I'm quite sure. I want to say that it is because of the pain and suffering that I'm witnessing in the world and with my own clients. People are carrying a lot around, and they need to have opportunities to be entertained, to lighten up, to laugh, And there is such a thing in this country as freedom of speech. I know that in many instances, we go overboard with that. I don't think on Monday night, Chris Rock or Sunday night, whenever it was, Chris Rock did that. Was it hurtful to Jada? Probably so. But the world is hard and the world is harsh. And speaking as a mother of a child who had a disability and who lived his life in a wheelchair, I know firsthand what it is like to have people look, stare, make comments. But I can tell you that when my son was alive, 
the route that we always took was the high route. And when someone said something to us in an insensitive manner, when someone made fun of him at school, whatever the scenario might be, I took it as an opportunity to teach and educate as to why he was in a wheelchair, as to why he looked the way he looked, as to why he spoke the way he spoke. Whatever the scenario, when we think about the other person and what we might teach them versus our own need to be right or our own need to come from the first person perspective of aggression, we can do a great deal of good in really eliminating or moving to a place where we can at least diminish much of the aggression in our world today. It's time. And it begins with each and every one of us. So again, this is Dr. Sharon Spano. I want to thank you for listening to The Other Side of Potential. I look forward to our interview next week. And I just ask you to remember to lean into your highest potential and even the smallest of moments, even when you're making decisions about what you agree and don't agree with around these pop culture types of incidents. Please remember to be your highest self and to live your best life. Until next week, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Other Side of Potential podcast. Please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform so we can continue helping family businesses thrive. For more information on how Dr. Spano can help you in your own family business, visit SharonSpano.com to schedule a complimentary consultation.